I'm just saying, man. Hey, Drew, when, when y'all when y'all start like going to your own barber, like did y'all have a hard time like finding one? Uh, yeah. As, as a child, like, I had hair. <laughs> yeah, like so you know, like your mommy or your daddy or somebody would take you somewhere to get it cut. You just stick with them, or would you like try and find your own barber? Nah, when I got older, I found my own barber. I found my own barber as well. Now the reason I ask is because like. I had to switch up my barber. Right. And I started fucking with the Catalyst Barber Company. Got you, got you, got you. 5545 North Oak, Traffic Way, of, Kansas City, Missouri. Of North where Joint. Where you can find them. We got a black, we got another black barber shop up north? Yes, sir. I hear that. Been going to him for a while. Uh-huh. They always have me leaving out looking looking right. Pearls and everything. So, he cut, so when he first cut you, did he, did he say, did he like put like berries and juices in there? <laughs> <laughs> like, and on top of that, you got cheating hair, man. You cheating, you, got, like, like, you can't mess hair. up your hair. You can't mess it up. So. Well, see, when they, they be cut, in there cutting my hair, cut. they be talking about like, you got to watch how you cut it. Because uh, it is different. Uh-huh. Got you, got you. This can't just, you know, put the guard on. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, go check them out. Like I said, uh, the Catalyst Barber Company, 5545 North Oak Traffic Way in Kansas City, Missouri. They up north. You know, hey. they can they can, they can can hook you up, hook your line up, or, you know, can if they- you're follically challenged like my homie Damo here, <laughs> you know, they can they can do <laughs> You can only rep beard gang. They can hook the beard up, too. I got you. Can they, can they get my wave popping? You see my ways now, right? You don't got no ways. Yeah, yeah, he'll out. hook you up. You know, he'll, he'll get you with the the, the little, uh, what's it called? The little the shaving cream, the, yeah. the hot towel first. They wrap you up, have you looking like an auntie. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, <laughs> you look real suspect. <laughs> <when you just. laughs> and then he slapped oh, the, the cream on you. Yeah, you get it. That's cool though, man. I, I, I fool with because you be coming here looking crispy, man. So shout out to Catalyst Barbershop. We appreciate shout out it. To Cat Dog. Yeah, you Cat can check Dog. them out online as well, thecatalystcut.com, um, or download the uh, the Gym Book app and you can make your appointments from your phone. That's and how I do it. Put in promo code Donmo has a beautiful baldy, and you get your hair cut free. Hey, you know you gotta say for the podcast. Hey, you know you got to say for the podcast. So we uh, started this couples episode edition in 2018, at the beginning of February 2018, and we did another one in 2019, but TJ played us. He lost our uh, he lost our episode. Y'all didn't know that, did y'all? That TJ what? lost that episode. No, no. That, that episode never came out. Cause in the I, I, I weeks. Not, yeah. the one, not the one, the one in the barbershop, but the one at their house. In the basement. Yeah, the one that was at the house. About yeah. never, it never uh, posted because TJ lost the footage. Terrible. Yeah. He lost the footage. Yeah. Man, that was my yeah. best content. Yeah. That was pretty dope. It was, yeah. that was, that was good. Argue. Everybody got in little tiffs. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a good one. That was good. I'm glad it didn't air because he like called me crazy or something, right? Like I was. No, he didn't call you crazy. Yes, he did. <laughs> I don't I don't recall. I don't recall. Yeah, recall. Oh, Mark 10.9 says what God has brought together, let no man separate. And y'all seem to be still together. And they're strong. I'm about to check that verse. Uh oh, they froze. We froze again. Oh, there you go. Yeah, good. Nah, we good.
I'm like, no. No, we straight. I'll connect you straight A. I will. Okay, well, let's just get right to it before we freeze all the way out. Yeah, again. for real. <laughs> so, uh, we always talk about, like, not us personally, but the world always shines the negative light on marriage and stuff, not really talk about the good things in marriage. And throughout the year, I mean, I just want to know, like, some of the the growth y'all noticed in y'all marriage throughout the years. You know what I'm saying? Like, up until this point, like, what's some things you've noticed in your partner that has grown or your marriage. Like for us, I would say, I think our face-to-face -face communication has gotten a little better this year. Um, I know I, I had a bad, I had a, a bad problem. Like I took like Brandon though, I get off the phone with my boy and tell him I love him real quick. You know what I mean? I tell all my boys, my friends and all that. I love him real quick, but I never tell my wife. And we, I think we, uh, think they don't need that reassurance that they already know. So we ain't got to keep telling them. So I think it was very, I noticed this. So I uh, changed that about myself starting this year, not even that long ago, like two weeks ago. Yeah. So I felt like that's the thing that I needed to change and make better. So that's a part of the communication thing. Cause I never know what she might be going through in that day. And that might help something. I tell the kids when I leave, I love them, but never say it to her. But now I'm saying that more, and I think uh, as yeah, far I thought I was the asshole. It's not. It wasn't about that. <laughs> and I think as far as like uh, joking more, we joke a little more than we used to. I can say that. I think that for me, I feel like that, or um, not just being in a relationship, but we are becoming more friends. Like you know, like sometimes you find it hard to talk to your partner, like. Like you would talk to one of your friends, but I think within the last <coughs> six months or so, we have both opened up to where we really, really make each other laugh a lot more. You know what I'm saying? Having more fun with each other, you know, versus always being so serious, you know? Well, I, I didn't really like laughing at our jokes at first because she thinks she's funny. <laughs> you know, so that was funny, wasn't it? So, I purposely wouldn't laugh at our jokes. Yeah, he's an <laughs> asshole. Like, for so y'all actually telling jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Not real Not jokes. Not like real jokes, but like, <laughs> I just think that um, like the communication has gotten a lot better with both of us and it kind of like opened up more things for us to talk about different stuff that we probably wouldn't have never talked about five or six years ago. You know what I'm saying? Which is, which is, is that reverse? Because most people say you don't really do that and like you, we about to be in six years. Yeah. Like you usually start hating each other around this time, but I feel like we we getting better. I do. I do too. That. I do no. too. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Yay. Oh, Gantz, y'all going next? You go? Can you repeat the question? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, I'm, I'm no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, yeah, we can go next. I think I think for us, man, and you know, I'm gonna try to condense it down because it's been it's so many things that I can pinpoint, you know, um, that are going well in our marriage that wasn't going well at first. But one thing, like you all, like you all said, I'll second that emotion, communication. I mean, you know, we came into this thing really thinking that we knew how to communicate. We're like, man, we got this. Our communication is great. We were good communicators <laughs> for our families separately, but together yeah. we weren't where we yeah. could be. But you know, you know what's crazy is um before Jazz and I was married, we were really, really good friends. And that was a time where we could tell each other anything. I mean, absolutely anything. But early on in our marriage, we noticed that we were kind of 
getting away from that for some reason you know we were kind of like you know what just hiding our hands a little bit more we wasn't disclosing things that we were so comfortable disclosing at first so um we started to shy away from that openness and that honesty for a while and so um we are getting so much better at that man we're getting back to that um just being able to really express ourselves and not hold back that's pretty cool um we're shedding more grace so we're being a lot more yeah, grace with true. one another um whereas before if you did something you did it i'm gonna let you know that you did it you know um and if you said you're gonna change it and you didn't change it i'm gonna let you know that you didn't change it um so yeah. man we get each other's throats at each other's necks so um it's pretty cool just to see the growth and the maturity you know obviously yeah. um through our belief in god and working on that relationship first that's helped us you know love each other more communicate better and also share that grace so i'll just keep it there because again like i said it's it's so many so many directions i can go with this yeah i was just gonna say that we were like probably like dominic dominic and miko and that our marriage started off rough we had a lot of um adversities hit us before we even got engaged and so we went into that time period where it was supposed to be like kisses and giggles and excitement like it was very very tense and so for me for a while i was really resentful because i was like you know everybody took this time period away from me that was supposed to be like you know that really loving excited you know honeymoon phase but now I think three years in, I can like see where going through those adversities on the front end has matured us and grown us. And now even with this coronavirus thing, like I don't think there's been a tear. I don't think there's been like a, oh my God, what are we going to do? Like we've all been, we've been chilling because at the front end, we was like, oh, how are we going to pay these bills? Oh, how are we going to do this? You know, yeah. so like we had kind of gone through that and grown stronger together to where now it, it's not like things yeah. apart, you know. So I love that part, and I'm actually. I guess I'm glad we're going into the honeymoon stage at year three. Yeah. I mean, we trust right. each other way more than what we used to. I mean, that was times you didn't think I was gonna follow through with things that I said. You didn't trust me to lead you, so man, right. it's nice to be away from that. Yeah, I think know? now we ask each other's opinions more. Right. We like at talk to each other before we talk to other people or we don't talk to other people at all. And I think that's a huge yeah. transition, especially in a marriage to be like, I trust you enough to call you instead of calling my mom or my dad or my brother, other people that have been significant in my life. And if we say we're going to make a choice, even if it's contrary to what everybody on the outside thinks, like we trust each other that it's like, it's us, we're here. So absolutely. I don't think y'all understand how boxed my mind was, man. That was time she tried to get me to try different foods and different things. And I'm just like, nah, you tripping. I ain't uh, uh ain't no way. <laughs> I'm good on that. But I've I learned feel to feel like that. Nah, that I've, so learned, I've learned to try it. I've learned to yeah. give it a try. And if I don't like it, you know, make my, my decision then. You've liked but I everything. Used to, I used to kick it. I don't want to eat that. She tried. Right. <laughs> you didn't want to travel, uh, like travel, go out of the country, none of, that. none of that stuff. And now it's him like pushing for all of that stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Welcome yeah. to life. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to life. Like, she like tried. But yeah, so it's pretty cool, man. Just to see that growth. You know, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So for us, it's year nine. And uh, I know, right? Ooh, 10 years next yeah. year. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, uh, For me personally, I think. Over the years, I've learned to um, manage my being overly independent um, and allowing him to lead. Like that was 
that was one of the things for me because I feel like I feel like I, I had this mindset of how I was supposed to be and this mm-hmm. chick. Uh, uh, <laughs> and I think over the years, it's just I've, I've really just softened it. I feel like me being submissive does not take away from me being independent. So it took um, it took a long time to actually balance that and actually figure that out. And even now, I still have moments where I'm like, okay, look, I, I can't put my foot down, but I'm gonna need to. Ugh. So, <laughs> so that was hard for me to manage because I've always been able to make my own decisions, move my own way, do things like I wanted to do. Even when I was younger, I was still. He really my own decision maker, just just the environment that I was raised in. I was allowed to kind of make my own, choose my own path, make my own decisions, you know, with guidance, of course. But I think that was hard for me to learn. And it took years. I mean, that first year was like, Jesus, fix it. The second year was like, oh, okay, all right. Year three was like, Jesus, fix it again. And you know, like over the years, it's just been like. Not to the point where it's like devastating, but to the point where like working on myself, you know, like that. Yeah. I constantly have to remind myself, like, okay, you following him does not take away from you being a strong woman. Like, right. Relax. Yeah. Especially since he's doing a great job leading you. First of all, yeah. you want to lead anyway. This is too much work. <laughs> For real. For real. <laughs> I had to I had to get my mind wrapped around that. Like, okay, well, if you're having you having a, a, a power struggle and you don't even want to leave, girl, if you don't sit down. So that yeah. was that's my growth over the years. I would yeah. say. Yeah. I would say mine, I mean, I had to piggyback off everyone else, but it's just a form of communication. So just yeah. starting off, it was just always, I mean, actually starting off just being young, fresh into the relationship is like, well, I'm gonna let her know who I am. You know, you you're not for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, you know, that was a period of time where it's just like, no, nah, I'm gonna let her know who I am. <laughs> and that that just didn't that just didn't go well. <laughs> with her personality and trying to understand, you know, just what makes Lissette tick, you know, along with her personality. Some changes and adjustments had to happen on, on my end on how I talked to her. You know, that whole blunt, yeah. blunt conversation, which you was always taught when you were little, hey, be real. You know, don't hold nothing back. Be just let What's it all out. Nah, that don't that don't work on her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, just the way you say it, though. <laughs> it, it may take me about two or three days to ease up to the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Go another route, go another little path. You know, <laughs> show a little yeah. movie. Like, oh, I like. But you can't just come straight out and be like, yeah. hey, because she just don't. She don't respond. I shut way. down. Yeah. So, I don't conflict. So just it just took a while. Wow, understanding that, and then once once you get that figured out, how they how they communicate, what makes them tick, just makes things yeah. a lot easier. Yeah, that's good, 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 folks. I'm gonna uh, ask Miko this question just so one that so one person can speak at a time. How important <laughs> how important are the couples trips or gatherings to a relationship? You think? How important is it? Yeah. Um, you asked the homebody this. <laughs> I mean, but we still go on couple trips. I think it's good. I think I think it's very important, you know, because for one, we get to get around the people that we love to be. We get to be around the people that we love to be around. You know, we get to get the feel of just how 
they communicate how they do things. And, you know, we I think we have a lot of fun when we do the couples things, you know, just to be around people we love to be around. I mean, it's very important for me. Yeah. And for me, like just to be around the fellas and be able to like see that you you can help me through this situation, how to attack this situation that I'm going through and stuff. And see that you're not the only couple that's going through something. You know right. what I mean? So that helps. That's all I had to say. Y'all can, y'all can chime in. I just didn't want us to talk over each other. Go ahead, go ahead Walker. Y'all up. Um, okay. So as far as trips, like for me, like having trips is really important. And we have like different group of friends and it, it, mm -hmm. you know, certain people like to go to certain places. So we'll go, but we can go to both, you know, like our friends want to go on this side. We'll go with them. Our friends want to go on that side. We'll go with them. I think for us, it's really, it's really become a part of our lifestyle. Like, we, mm -hmm. have to, we have to budget for it. We have to plan it. Like, it's a thing because one, some everybody's so busy too. Like you really never get to spend time with your friends and you don't spend that much time with them. Like if they live out of town or even in town, it's just, it's hard to spend real quality time with your friends and just yeah. be around like-minded people. And I think it's important for us to be around like like-minded people, especially like-minded people, both in and out of relationship, but people that are married and are like-minded that can, you know, if you see you, you can, me and Marcus, we do all the time because we're super open. Like we'll argue about something silly, like whatever, we don't care. And so our friends will be like, you tripping? Or, you know, like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> hey, why is it that every year one couple has an argument on the couple? <laughs> it's, it's like, it's really important to have that because- Hey, every year, think about it, y'all. Every year, think about the couple's trips. It's like one couple has had an argument. Some type of argument. Like some type of argument. Like I'm always getting in trouble. Damo don't never get in trouble. It was Marcus and Lissette once. It was me and Damo once for sure. Wow, Damo don't never get in trouble. Damo definitely got in trouble. Damo definitely got in trouble. Miami, Damo got in trouble. You got in trouble in Puerto Rico. Can well, I answer the question? Miami, what I do? Can I answer the question? <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Luz. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the question was, why are couples trips important? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Peas in the pot. Uh, yeah. So couples trips are important to us because we do get to communicate outside of, like, just each other. Like, because we have each other's perspective all the time. We have right. each other's perspective all the time. We we know how how we roll all the time. But it's it's just cool to not have to constantly be like trying to um, figure things out. You know, like at home, you're trying to figure things out. When you're out with your friends, you just having fun. You just be carefree, carefree. Yep. Just having a good time. So it's it's like it's it's definitely therapeutic to just go out. Because when I'm in town, when I'm in Kansas City, I always find something to do. Even being quarantined, you see our house is like getting knocked out. We have to find something to do. Like, yeah. I, I've cleaned this house 10 times and then now decided, Marcus decided to tear it up. So then I got to re-clean it again. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's going to take me the next two weeks to get it back together. And then yeah. I got to prepare to be back at work. And then I got to, when I get to work, I got to prepare for that. It's like, it's always something to do when you're here. But when we're out of town, we're, we're not thinking about any of that. Like, yeah. we're not thinking about what to do with our, yeah. with our careers, our jobs, our bills, our house. We're not thinking about any of that. We're just having a good time. So for us, yeah. it's essential. It's yeah. important. We have to have it. 
I, I would say from from the man standpoint, piggybacking off Damo, is you know, it's it makes it easier when you're out with the couples, and then the fellas can kind of just go off to the side, and ladies off there off to the side doing their thing. And you're not getting that phone call. Where you at when you coming home? Why you staying out? Like, anyway. Why you so drunk? We don't get that. <laughs> we likely want us to be drunk on the trips. <laughs> but it's like, but but like you said, on the trip, it's like we get to do all that stuff. You know, you, mm-hmm. we we stay out late. We want you know you drink as much as you want. You know, you don't get in trouble. <laughs> so you know, it's, it's, it's just allowed, and then. I, I I believe that when the fellas can get that bonding in, it makes the marriage a lot better because then we just go back and we're gonna be with our old ladies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, this is gonna be really quick, y'all. Um, we've been married for two and a half years and we ain't been <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna join What's up? Our personal trips. Yeah, yep, yep. Are so therapeutic. We've been on this year, we've been on three different trips, or last year, we went yeah. on three different trips. And just that time in the car with just him and I and a whole bunch of road ahead of us, I feel like are super therapeutic because it's once nice. again, you're not thinking about anything else in the world, but you almost feel I don't know what it is about a car, but it just feels like true serum. Like I would get in a car and have like a whole worship service, you know, or I'll get in a car and yeah. Just tell everything. Yeah. I feel like that's what our road trips have been like for us. And nice. the cool thing is that every trip that we've taken, like we went on a mission trip last year, I think we just got to see each other in different lights. Like at home, we get to see the trainer, the motivational person, the family, yeah. and, and you get to see the Jasmine that was working from home and the YouTube Jasmine, and that's kind of it. But whenever yeah. you get out into different spaces, you get to see each other differently. And I still mm-hmm. feel like I came back from that mission trip like, Whoa, like you know, I love Brandon even more because I felt mm-hmm. like it's a totally different person that I just don't get to see more often. So I think trips have done that for us. And I the man, we had so many more trips planned. I don't know if they're yeah. gonna happen now. They're coming, they're coming, <laughs> they're definitely coming. Now they definitely I mean that's, that's just it, man. Y'all have to understand how much we've been like, all right, we gotta make money, we gotta save money, we gotta pay off debt, we gotta do this, and now we're like, yo. We need a break. We need a break. You know, these things are important. That's you know? And I think those yeah. breaks is essential for me Cut anyway. Me I think- Cut me off one more time, Miko. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you was done. Miko, you know, you Miko cutting me. everybody off, man. She ain't starting. <laughs> now. You're trying to get Miko in trouble. <laughs> Uh, you know I love it. Go ahead, go ahead, man. Whatever. I didn't forget what the hell I was gonna say. <laughs> go ahead. I don't even know what I was gonna say. Okay, Nick, you didn't mess up my whole. I story wanted to mess with her, man. She keeps cutting people off. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Uh, I think y'all had this argument on the last episode. No, probably. <laughs> probably so. I did. I did. So, uh, fellas, like the way women are now, as far as like for single dudes, like they like, like when you got your like Meg the Stallion talking about how you should f over niggas and all of that stuff. Like, so a lot of women are following that same like mindset. And so, I'm going to ask you, what would you say to a young dude who says one day I want to get married, but the way women are now, I can't trust it. I don't think I ever will. 
I'll tell them to play along the game with them. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I mean, I mean, you, you and you said a young guy too. So I, I always tell young guys, man, don't don't be rushing into anything. You know, mm-hmm. I when we get married, when I was thirty, yeah, uh, 30, 29. 29. I was So you was twenty eight. Okay, whatever she said, but. <laughs> yeah. But like, like young guys, I to be honest, I tell these young guys go out there and have fun, man. Go out there, have fun, date, and see see who you like, see what you like. Go experience different women. Go experience different dates, communication styles. Different people communicate different ways. And if a chick trying to screw you over, you gotta be smart enough to figure that out and go on to the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Damo, repeat that question for me. Yeah, please. I got the question. Yeah. Oh, uh, it was just what would you because all the women are I mean not all the women, but a lot of women are following that Magda Stallion mindset of fuck a nigga, fuck what these niggas got to say, la la la, we run niggas, whatever. You know, they they taking the same mindset that the dudes used to have back in the day. Right. So what would you say to a young dude who says he wants to be married one day, but he don't trust the current way women are now? Don't find a Meg the Stallion. Wait. <laughs> and wait. That's easy. And wait. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think, I think for me, um, because I've and, and it's funny because I've actually had this conversation with more young women than I have young men. But um, for a young man, man, it's just sitting down having a conversation and truly figuring out what it is that they want, um, and just encouraging them to work on themselves, right? Understanding that he will not be the same man that he is today. Um, three years from now, you know, his mindset will change. But I encourage him again to work on their personal development. Start reading a little bit. Find you some people that are wiser than you to be around. And if you still feel that that way in three years, which you probably won't, if you're you know putting the proper things into your mind, into your body, um, your feelings should change towards marriage, towards relationships, towards women, um, and also about yourself as well. So I went through that same thing. I thought I would never be married, man, but just over over the course of time, as I got angered, as I got angered into life, <laughs> now for real, that, that's true. I thought I I had that same mindset. Um, as I got angry into life and I just started to learn more and value more things, you know, it means yeah. a lot more to me now than it did back then. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and there's a way of, you know, like Marcus said too, you know, um, you know, just kind of telling them you're not ready, but that's my way of telling them, Hey, you're not ready. Go work mm-hmm. on it. Go grow a yeah. little bit. And when you're yeah. ready, you know, you'll, you'll know when you're ready. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's facts. For the, uh, the women. I was going to say, y'all not going to ask us that question. Yeah, well, it's a it's that's a different question, cause cause you cause women will say, I mean y'all say uh just just wait it out, but there are women that'll say I've been in relationship relationship after relationship, and men are men just cheat all the time. They're going to cheat. All men cheat, so I'll just accept it. She said you yeah, it's women out there, huh? Oh. So what would you say to that woman? Say you just have to accept that in a man. He does accept everything. What in a man? Cheating. Hey, you gonna cheat? So, what's your question? Let's get this crystal clear. Yeah, what's your question? You've been in relationship after relationship, right? Uh-huh. And all every relationship you've been in is cheating. Okay. Cheating. So there's no, you feel like there's no hope for men that don't cheat. There's not a dude out there that don't cheat. Every man cheats, so you just have to accept cheating in a man. Yeah. So what question? are you? What would you say to that person? Um, okay, all men don't cheat. That's what 
all men don't cheat though. And I just feel like that if a plan, what plays a big part in a lot of failed relationships is taking situations from your last relationship into your new one. Mm -hmm. You got to always give a person the benefit of the doubt at the forefront. Or don't get in a relationship. Or don't get in a relationship. Because a lot of people don't take the time out between relationships to evaluate themselves. Yeah. Because even though men may cheat, it's always something that a woman could better theirself in as well. So if, if it was me and I was in a relationship and he was a cheater and I got out that relationship, I'm not going to jump right back into a relationship. I'm going to take some time out to get to know me, reevaluate myself, make sure that I'm mentally prepared to jump into another relationship. Because if I'm still damaged from him, mm -hmm. I ain't going to be ready for you. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Nice. I'm not going to be ready to receive any, because the first time you do something that I don't like, it's going to be this nigga is just like the next nigga. And that's not always the case. You know, we as women have the tendency to run good men away because of what the last man has done to us. You know what I'm saying? And now I'm talking to the tenant, even that is that I was not ready. I shouldn't have never jumped into a relationship knowing that my mental and my, my heart and my mind was not fully capable and ready for another relationship mm -hmm. yet. But, and another thing is we be so caught up on not being alone that we just jump into something where we really not fully ready. You know, so we want to get over the last relationship. So we jump into another one when we ain't ready for that relationship. So we as women got to be like, okay, listen, I got to sit back, sit this one out. The niggas is going to be coming because they know you single. You got to take a step back and be like, you got to step back and be like, I'm not ready for this. I got to, as hard as it may be, because it is hard. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And you can even be like, Oh, I ain't gonna date. I ain't gonna do this. I ain't gonna do that. But you go on dates and then you start falling for this man that, uh, you know, you start falling for somebody. And then next thing you know, you head over heels again when you was not ready for that relationship. And then things start to get funky because you wasn't mentally ready yet. Yeah. So it's, it's all about taking the time out in between relationships for me, in between relationships to make sure that you're mentally prepared to be in another relationship because our men don't cheat yep. our women ain't faithful you know what i'm saying so mm -hmm. it just depends on that individual person for me so back when i was in this situation it was um back in college so i had just transferred from ou to k-state and i had just gotten out of like a string of bad relationships and during that period of time, the number one thing I wanted to focus on was not what this person did, not what this person did, not how he lied and cheated. So yeah. what about me drew me to mm -hmm. situations or people like that? And the second I decided that I was going to stop pointing out that he was a cheater, he was a liar, he went and had a baby on me, he did whatever. Yeah. And I started to focus on what about me as choosing these type of people? then I was able to redirect the way I have relationships. And I promise you, every relationship after that was so much better. But I realized that I was hurt in a lot of ways and yep. I was making a lot of decisions emotionally. Like, oh, right. he did me. I'm a stun on him. So let me hurry up and get in this new relationship. And I right. do a relationship not even being ready, just that I wanted to front on the ex that treat me like nothing. You know what I'm saying? Then he do the same thing and you jump and you jump and you jump. And I felt like when I took a step back and I was like, Jasmine, what is the real deal? Like, why do you feel like you need to be in a relationship? Why do you feel like you need to be with a certain kind of person? 
I think I re-fell in love with myself. Like I've started to be more honest with myself. And I think a lot of times it's not that all men cheat. It's that all men that you choose. Yeah. And a lot of times your decisions are emotional. And my husband says this to me all the time. Emotional decisions are drunk decisions. Mm. Any decision emotionally, it's like a drunk person because you're not using any type of wisdom to make your decision. And that's how I was making decisions about who I was dating before. So I never want to be in the position where I'm like, everybody does this or all people do this. A lot of times, I mean, I can count the amount of women who have been like, how do I find a Brandon? I'm like, "Um, you should probably stop looking where you're looking. (laughs) Like we we want a different thing with the same type of guy. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Like we go to the toy store. We want a new toy, but we're still shopping in the robot section. So all you're doing is just getting a different type of robot. You go into the same place to find the same type of guy. Right. So to me, that's an internal thing. It's an internal thing to say, I need to reevaluate myself and go, what is going on with me that makes me choose this type of guy? Why I want this street guy that can't stay out you know, the clubs and can't stop selling drugs and et cetera. Why do I want this really fancy guy? They got all the money, but treats me like a trophy, a trophy. And that's it. It doesn't treat like you have to go back in and ask yourself why it is that you're seeking out those things. Because once you know who you are, you're just not going to accept any kind of anything from anybody. And the second somebody tries to bring you with it, you like, Oh, goodbye. Like on to the next. So Mm -hmm. I don't feel like all men cheat. But I feel like it's a matter of whatever it is with you internally that's making you choose a certain guy. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. I got so, you. So for me, um, and you know what? And being that I met Marcus when I was 24. Um, and at 24 years old, like I'm completely different than I, at 24 than I am right now. So we mm-hmm. we always I'm gonna say my answer, but I wanna be mindful that at 24. I'm not as lonely as I would be at 34. You know what I Correct. mean? Correct. So, so loneliness is a real thing. So I think a lot of women like look at that. Um, for me, I didn't grow up in it. I don't believe in cheating. Like cheating is not a thing. I tell him, leave me before you cheat on me, because that's the thing. That's like that's like his thing with me. We have trust. And that's that's our thing. Like everybody got their thing. Our thing is like we trust each other. If Beyonce walked past, I wouldn't worry because I know he's not going to do me like that. <laughs> he's, not person, he's not gonna touch. So right. I, I feel like that's that's our thing. Like I just right. feel like I just feel like not cheating is our thing. Like so I don't believe all men cheat because it's just it's just not that's not true. So I grew up with my father being around, my dad never cheated on my mom. Like I didn't grow up around a lot of cheaters. So when I started experiencing the cheating thing with a guy I was dating, it was like devastating to me it was completely devastating because that that wasn't the norm but when you're young it's a thing when you're young yeah. you're, you're trying to figure yourself out if you, you go yeah. through the process it's like a process we got to go through like we go through it and somebody's going to cheat on you and as a guy you're going to get cheated on and it's just timing like people are not ready to be in serious relationships but with my husband i can't have the mindset that all men cheat because then right. i'm gonna think he's gonna cheat and so yeah. there goes that trust so in my mind, when I say, you know, a, a fly chick can walk around and and, you know, he won't do anything. I have to believe that because otherwise he he travels. He'd be gone for a week. I got to worry about what he's doing out of town. I got to worry about what he's doing. Nobody got to do that. That's not a way. 
That's not a way to live. So yeah. I don't believe all men cheat. I hate it. I always hated that comment. I always felt like it was a cop out. You know, it, yeah. was a, it was a reason to give men yet another reason to, to drag us right. to do wrong. And I just feel like once it became this accept, acceptable thing that everybody just, oh, all men cheat. I'm going to just stay with my man because he cheated on me. Like what? So they're going to keep doing it because that's what we allow. Right. You know, right. And so if you set the standard early, like, look, if you love me, you care about me, don't cheat on me. That's my thing. Because once you cheat on me, it it brings different problems. Yeah. Like now yeah. I'm insecure. You know, now I feel like something's wrong with me. Now I don't I don't lost the best me because you know, I went out there and you were having fun, even if it was a mistake. That that has long like lasting effects. Like that lasts for a absolutely to mm-hmm. even if you get past it mentally, like Jasmine, you you were saying it from a from a growth standpoint, like analyzing what's wrong with you from a personal, like fix my own private issue. But once somebody cheat on you, they put more issues in your head. You know, like you start thinking, you start then analyzing the girl they cheated with. Oh, what does she have that I don't? And it right. becomes oh, mm-hmm. What is she doing that I'm not doing? Yeah. So you right. start doing all this extra stuff, you lose who you are and you, you start becoming, you morphing into this other person. Cause you find yourself trying to be that other girl. You find yourself, trying to be better than her you yeah. just you just lose who you are so then you're no longer available to be right with him now yeah, the person he's out with she ain't even there no more so now he's gonna go cheat again because he's no longer satisfied with you it's just a, a cycle it's like it is so i agree standards right there lisette that's the thing right there the standard you, you gotta set that standard so i i i know i mean i never say never because you never know what happened in your relationship right. someone and you know that's our thing that's our deal breaker thing but i've never been put in a situation with him so i can't say that oh my god i'm gonna walk out i will say it would devastate me it would completely devastate me because trust is my big thing like he might get on my nerves because he want to knock this wall out too early he might get on my nerves (laughs) he's he's ain't all about using a a real place instead of paper place so i've been washing dishes every day 24 7 like things like that (laughs) on my soul but not enough. To be like, I'm done. I'm out of here. Not your paper plate thing. Girl, I'm thinking that matters. But like, it's just it's cheating has so many lasting effects. Like, it's not yeah. even worth it to, to be a partner like that. Like it's to make right. them feel the way they, you know, it's just. I remember just being younger and getting cheated on, and what that did to me. Like as far as trying to trying to mentally grasp, like, oh, I wasn't good enough for him to be good to me. Yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't nothing wrong with me. Hair, change, change your nails, and I'm getting new car. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna do all this. Yeah. It wasn't me. It wasn't anything wrong with me. He had his own insecurities he was dealing with. He had his own things that he was doing. That's and once it. you start realizing mm-hmm. people cheat because of their own insecurities, their own problems that they're dealing with, and they right. expect That's you to right. handle it a certain way, so they go out looking for somebody else to handle it, like they want you to handle it. It's like, yeah. okay, that's one problem she can help you with, but the rest of your life. And that's why yeah, a lot of people they come back yeah. to their wives because they go yeah. out there and they realize, oh, wait, she only knew how to do this one fixing thing. Well, my wife knows how to do 100. So it, it's just, I don't know. All men don't cheat. That is a lie. Okay. Don't let right. these men tell you that all men cheat. Mm-hmm. And it's it, not even just the, the personal thing, the embarrassment. Like with social media now, side chicks are disrespectful. They'll put you on blast. The embarrassment. All I say is have my bond money, bitch, because I'm going to jail. (laughs) 
I mean, I, I don't, the, to answer your question, I don't believe all men cheat. I think that is a lie. And that is an excuse for men. I feel like some men, men came together and created that myth. But I, I, I don't you say you think men created that myth? I feel like they did. So they so 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 women can can feel like oh well. Just the next time, Just I think that men. I think that men really do think what they did, like in real life. Like <laughs> men really think what they did, and they believe something. Everybody, every man ain't strong enough to fight temptation. You know what I'm saying? And it's and it really boils down to a fucking temptation. They look at women physically, and they run with that. You know, they, they look at something physically and then they, second brain, they maybe it's the first brain. I don't know what fucking brain it is. Sometimes it's physical, but sometimes it's also mental because because men are much, men tend to be a lot more vulnerable than we are. Like, like they'll never admit it, but they're vulnerable. So they're looking for this this specific response from us, like this specific way to handle it. And, and if, a, if a girl, let's say a girl at his job, you know, is, is sitting there like, yeah, so she did what? Huh. He now right. feels like this girl is listening to him. She cares. Right. Yeah. She, she got his back. And, and sometimes right. that's all they need. And, and then so that, that's that need one to, thing will open up the door. That's it. But that's but that's what that's why you'll see a man cheat with a girl that's completely fried. And and then you'll be you'll be like, why is he why did he cheat with this like totally fried girl? It's because she double did because you double did. Know. She did something for him. And he was dealing with something and she, and she did something for him that the wife completely ignored. Yep. Completely ignored. That's that. They're like, they're like children. They always, oh, honey. <laughs> yeah. Like the 80 20 rule. Yeah. That's yep. it. Yeah. So if, if we in a, uh, not we, if a person's <laughs> in a, uh, they're not married, but they're in a committed relationship and everything is great, what does marriage, what is marriage supposed to do for it? Like, why would I get married? <laughs> right, into the benefits. <laughs> what you say? Why would you get married? Yeah, why? Why, why would? You why would I get married? Because there's a lot of people say, "I've been in. We've been good without marriage. So why do we need to get married?" Well, I think that's a question that you need to ask the men because y'all asked us to marry y'all. Oh, but more so, women be wanting marriage. But, that, but that's not the thing. We want it. Yeah, so question, but I get what Damo's saying. Damo's saying if you've been in a steady relationship, let's say for ten years, why why get married? So because when you die, I want it all. Okay, so I've been asked this question before, and I think for me, immediately when we got married, it changed. Like it mm -hmm. changed almost immediately because yeah. mentally, mentally, I felt like I had new obligations. Like I felt like I had to um, like raise the standard to to be like a wife. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it, it, puts, it puts a certain amount of pressure. It could be negative or positive, but it puts a certain amount of pressure on you to be like better or be yeah. be good for that person. And it it it, it makes you like want to be like I don't want this to fail. You right. know? You got so something like, to strive for. A little harder. You got something like, to strive for. Yeah, like you don't have that immediate, you know, when you're dating somebody, things get rough. I'm breaking up with you. I'm moving out. Yeah. Like, whatever. Or, or don't call me no more. We don't even live together. Yeah. Don't call me. We're done. Yeah. But when you're married yeah. to somebody, you're like connected you on the Right. You yeah. can't just up and leave. You yeah. can't. Yeah. I mean, you can if you want to. I mean, to, you but can, but it's like. Yeah, you can, but it ain't. It's a different feeling. It's a, And it's also a feeling of security. Like, yeah. like you feel like 
this this is security. Like a man mm-hmm. asking you to be his forever, like being like you, you're the one. I want you to be with me forever. I choose you. That yeah. gives you a, that gives you confidence, which yep. in turn make you feel secure, which in turn make you want to be a better person to that man. So absolutely, listen. I, mean, I agree. I did something completely different. I feel like oh. He chose me. That's that's what's up. You know what? I'm going to get married. You know, like when you're married, you feel like everything is ours. And what we do from here forth is building something. Yeah. Dating relationship. You feel like he's got his stuff and I've got my stuff. And, you know, we'll kind of do a few things together. But for the most part, we're growing individually and a marriage. Yeah. Like we're building this foundation together and we're both going to go in on it because this is the only choice we have. Like right. we go in it with the mindset that there are no outs. We're in here and we're going to build this foundation and we're going to create a better future for our children. We're going to break generational curses. Like whatever you go into, you just think we are going to do it together. Absolutely. I feel like whenever you're just dating, there's always that thought of like, well, you know, right. I could do my thing. He could do his thing, whatever the case is. I think there is a lot more security in that, Lissette. And I, I think the we mindset yes. changes things so much more. You just, you make, not everyone makes better decisions, but if you're committed to your marriage, I think you make um, a lot more mature choices or you try to grow in maturity because you're like, hey, it's not just me. It's going to be me and somebody else. And yeah. I want be the best possible thing ever so whatever i need to do to grow to mature to be better financially to be better spiritually if i gotta be better in the bedroom whatever it is that i gotta do i'm gonna do it because i want this we to work absolutely and i don't i don't in dating relationships i always felt like cool you about to act up (laughs) just let me i'm about to go (laughs) i just i I never felt secure in I never felt secure until he was like, will you be my wife? And I was like, all right, now let's get this we thing going. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. And contrary to what most men will probably say, I think it's more fun to be married because the challenge to try to please to have one person all the time. It's harder to keep one person pleased. Like, would you could stay with one person for 10, 20 years and still keep them enjoying you. It's way harder to keep that person pleased versus going to these new people who just see the the, a new person, they just see a new you or whatever. You ain't got to do it. There's no challenge in keeping that. Like I don't have to keep you either, so it's yeah. no challenge. So I think it's better to be married. We got a married. I mean, yeah. We got a question. It's it's a it's a good. Oh, well, go, you, ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead what you say? I'll read the question it, after you do. It, but your original question is a legit question because there are a lot of people that are together boyfriend girlfriend they're having a great time everything is perfect and there's a mindset and it's mostly from the man side to where it's like i don't want to mess nothing up this is perfect and your question is real i mean it's a real question of watch because in in men's mind it's like man things are going to change once i get married things are going to just change and the only thing i've heard about is it's going to change for the bad Mm. I've heard more change. That's what I was told. I, I want to change this. So, I mean, it's it's a real question. There's a lot of there's a lot of people that's dealing with this situation. Yeah. And it's like, man, we might as well just keep things the same. Yeah. Keep keep it the way it is. I'm I'm gonna continue to love you. I'm gonna continue to come over. I'm gonna take care of the kids. My money's good. 
We having a great time. Whatever you want, I got you. We don't need to sit up here and make this big ceremony and pay all this money for these people just to say that you married. It's a real question. It is. That's real. And then, the, and then, the, then the responses. And I'm not knocking anyone's responses because it is it's what happened. But it's like, okay, I asked you to marry me. You now feel more secure. You now feel more safe. Well, I can twist and go. I'm not going anywhere. You feel secure. You should feel safe right now. Right. Yeah. We good. We having a great time. So is it more for you, lady, for you to feel good? Because I'm telling you, I'm good. I'm telling you, we good. We're having a great time. Yes, well, I don't know. I don't know if any of these three women on the phone, I mean, on, yeah, on this live could, because could, I don't think we pressured you guys to marry us. You know what I'm saying? I think that you guys quite naturally wanted us to be y'all forever. So I don't know if it was a pressure thing. Like I ain't going nowhere. Let me, or I feel like she's going to go somewhere. So let me put a ring on it. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that was it for but, I mean, but that's it for some people. That's, that's it, is. Yeah. it is it for some people. Yes. Yeah. But even if he puts a ring on you, doesn't mean he ain't going to cheat. Don't mean he ain't going to leave. Correct. So, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's just a, Hard thing to go with, I guess. I think um, each situation okay. is going to be different. I think that it depends on the reason that you want to get married. You know, um, not everybody want to get married. People would rather, you know, just be in a relationship, just kind of have it easy and walk away whenever, you know, things get hard. Um, mm -hmm. But for me, me and this woman, we made so many plans together. I don't think y'all understand, man. We were, like she said, we, we wanted to build something. We're like, okay, we want to have this amount of kids. We want to make this amount of money. We travel the world we want to do these things um i wanted to commit to that but before i committed to that i knew i had to honor god and commit to him first right come so on brandon me wanting to be married i wanted to honor god because literally every single thing that we do i mean we start every morning with prayer because we're trying to honor god obviously mm -hmm. our faith is important to us so again everything we do we're trying to honor him so why wouldn't i do that with my relationship as well you get what i'm saying that, that was, was good, Brandon. That was kind of my mindset when I was thinking about marriage. And again, remind I want to mind y'all that I, I didn't want to be married a long time. You know what I mean? But when mm -hmm. I finally, when I finally saw the value of marriage, that was my mindset going into marriage. This woman is pouring her heart out to me, telling me how she want to do all of these things. So you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that into consideration. I want to do these things with her as well. No one else but her, right? And regardless of what we go through, I know by me honoring God and saying, you know what? Let's go ahead and take this to the next step. Let's make it official. Let's fully commit. I'm gonna put a ring on it because I like it. You hear what I'm saying? So, uh, I mean, it, it's true. I mean, I, I enjoy. I enjoy. You know, we enjoy having sex. We enjoy up late talking. We enjoy going out on dates. We enjoy doing all these marital benefits without being married. So why not go ahead and make that commitment? So I want to make that commitment to her. So that, that's the reason for me getting married. Now, if you get married for other reasons, then it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. You are gonna be questioning, and you are gonna have your doubts. Not to say that you don't have our doubts at times, but you're going to be in a different mindset, mental space, in a different, um, totally different situation if you go into marriage, mm -hmm. you know, thinking that you should have just stayed single or thinking that you should have just stayed with them without actually making it official. So I think it comes down to the person, babe. I think you're exactly right. Because as we were going into getting engaged, everybody that we knew was getting a divorce or planning a divorce. Absolutely. And so we had to make the decision, like, are we going to 
be off put by what ha what's happening in everybody's lives, not knowing what they what's happened in their marriage, not knowing the choices that they made, not knowing who they are, or if we were going to trust one another and trust what we've built together to create a solid foundation. Because when I say everybody, I mean everybody, everybody was getting a divorce in the process or talking about getting a divorce. And we could have looked at that and been like, you know what? It don't look like it worked once you get married or once you're in there a couple of years, it looks like something's going to happen. Or we could say, you know what? We're going to be um, that example for other mm -hmm. people. And that was our desire going in. We couldn't look to the left or to the right for solid marriages to inspire us. So we were like, we got to be our own inspiration. Like this doesn't yeah be the story but if that's the story that you choose and that's what it's going to be absolutely yeah. yeah i think people forget good. you know going through like adversity and pressure i think people forget the things that it produced right it produced something beautiful so um you have to know that in marriage you're going to go through some things i could not be the same person entering marriage that i you know i couldn't remain that same guy that makes sense right i couldn't remain the guy i was when we initially married because i had to grow and that adversity and that pressure allows for you to grow. And a lot of times you can't get past that. And it is really, really, really tough to try to um, to try to deal with everything that you're dealing with individually and as a married couple. Um, but again, if you can understand that that adversity is there to help you, to help you grow and everything that we've gone through, I continue to let Jazz know that, you know, that's, that's stuff there. It, it, it's, it's there to help us do everything. I promise you that every single month, every year, we are becoming closer and closer and closer. We have to be completely vulnerable and we're ripped down to absolutely nothing. And when you're that vulnerable with someone and you're that open with someone yes. and you're exposing it all, you're going to grow from that. I right? think in a marriage, one thing that I think you'll all agree with is that we're like mirrors for one another. So we see each other in our good and in our worst every single day. And you have no choice but to look at that mirror and to receive that. I think there's only a, there's a lot of growth that comes from constantly being in front of your mirror. And I feel mm -hmm. like marriage does that. It forces you to look at some of the things that are um, that you need to change or that you need to grow in. And I think that if you're invested in it, then you change those things because you want them to be better. Right. You want your marriage yeah. to be better. Yeah. Shout out to Shauna at the Honey Trap. Uh, her, she got a question from the chat. It says, "Do you got from the comments? I mean, do you guys feel like marriage is more romanticized for young girls and women versus men and boys?" Yeah, yeah. I would say. I mean, I was. I would say so. Like for me, I think. I think marriage was more. Um, it's, it's. It was real cultural. Like culturally, it wasn't a. It was a requirement, right? So in my culture, like you, you grow up, you move in, you get married, you have a family. Like that's that's the norm. Like if you if you get pregnant outside and you living with somebody, everybody's judging you. You know, like so. For me, for my culture, it was like. What's your culture? He's Haitian. <laughs> I'm originally from Haiti, and. Um, and I, you know, my parents have still are very, very have all the the strong Haitian principles, and it it wasn't like if I didn't get married, or for for those girls like in my um, culture that don't get married, like you get judged a little bit. So I think the the wedding might have been the romanticized part, like the oh, it's gonna be beautiful, la 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 la. But the marriage was like, okay, this is natural. This is what we do. 
we get married. The question is, is the guy great? You know, like that's the big thing. But I think marriage is not, it, it, it was always a thing in my mind, like I'm gonna get married, okay? Mm -hmm. At some point, I'm gonna get married. But to who, is it gonna be great? So I think the, the romanticized part for me when I was young, which I, I do, I will say, yes, it is more romanticized for young girls. But I think some people, and even if it's not cultural, even if it's household, like if you grew up with parents that were married and you, that was your natural step, like you knew you were gonna get married. So it wasn't this idea in your head like, oh, I wanna be married, blah, blah, blah. It was like, okay, I wanna be married and I wanna have a family. I don't mind. Yeah. So it, it can go, it can go either way. Um, rather you are a guy and a girl, because some guys grew up in a household where it's like, okay, my parents were married. I wanna have kids, I wanna have a family, so I'm gonna get married. So I mean, I think I think society has made it seem like it's this thing that girls want, girls are always the one that want it, and men don't want this. Men don't want to get married, like men getting forced to get married. I don't believe that's true for all men. Some men literally look forward to getting married and look forward to having a family yeah. and, and look forward to building that foundation. Like, like, like that says, look, that's something that they look forward to. So Just a maybe later in life, maybe, maybe like, like she said in a comment, um, men versus boys. So maybe when you become a man, but at the end of the day, if you grow up with those values, you're going to want to get married. Yeah, I don't want to get married. What your idea of marriage looks like? I don't know. But what did you say, Brandon? Stop. <laughs> what did he say? Ignore him. I said Bonnie and Benny. We'll get you. Okay, we got it. I'm speaking Haitian Creole. Only me and Lissette understand Haitian Creole. Don't worry about it. It's all good. All right. <laughs> You done, Brandon? I don't want to talk over you. <laughs> Can you guys see this second question? I told you she was funny. Yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to ask Can it you guys see this I'm question done. at the very bottom? I think it's kind of interesting. Yeah, she said, for the husbands, how important is it for your wife to be submissive? And what do you consider submissive? Oh, that's good, Brittany. I like that, Britt. I would say um, for the husbands, how important is it for you? Okay, go ahead, Marcus. This pillow. I would say submissive is a word that a lot of people get hung up on. I say just mm -hmm. throw it out. Just throw yeah. it away. Just Thank throw you, it Marcus. Away. Appreciate you, brother. You will have so many people have so many different uh, definitions of it and yeah. what it means. And man, it's very word when you life So just throw the whole word submissive away. <laughs> but what I would say is important for consider? my what I consider. Submissive. What do I? I'm throwing the word away. Okay. What I do consider important for my wife in my marriage is for her to respect me as a man. Come on now, brother. And so, and that's that's me, Marcus, as as who I am. And so she she over the years knows who I am and what I like, what I don't like. And so, just like you were just talking about the paper cups and everything, you know, some women were like, "Oh hell no." Nah. You eat off your plate. <laughs> but she respects the fact that that's how I was raised. That's how my pops. Plus, he throws them away if I buy them. <laughs> <laughs> like, get up and eat next time. And so, to me, that's not submissive. <laughs> how she respects me. And then, and then I give her her respect on the things that she likes. So, to be honest with you, I would truly just throw that word submissive away. And it's yeah. just about. Respecting your man, because a lot of men got a lot of pride, got strong pride, high pride, and we like to walk with our chest out. 
And all we need is for that lady to stroke our ego and to respect us. So yeah. really, submission to you is respect. That's all it is, for real. I, feel like I, I don't like the word. I really don't even have a different answer for that. I right. agree. That's, that's 100, man. It's respect, but in understanding that it goes both ways. And it's not just for the women to respect you, but also for you to respect the woman as well. Right. Um, so, yeah. Because I feel like we ain't, we're in the... 2000s we you ain't dealing with these 1980s wives no more we out here getting getting it just as much as men and we can't i mean it's not even about like you said about being submissive but we don't have the time to quote unquote be submissive i can't be on bending knee all the time and all that and tap me on my shoulder i roll up this type of shit all the time I, it's, we not in that this ain't that no more you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> this ain't that no more for real. So I agree with Marcus when when he says just throw that word away. And say for the husbands. Yeah. Well, I'm talking for yeah, us. But that was just like Marcus said it the best. No, nah, he said the best. Because I'm gonna just say the same thing he's saying in a right. different way. So. We ain't this ain't that no more. We 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 totally different type of women these days. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And it ain't this ain't that no more. So if you go, if if you got a man that want to be, maybe that's something that people need to talk about at the first round table meeting date. Because if you ain't that type of woman that 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 a man wants to be submissive, and then you don't even go there with it. Just but, let it go. But honestly, I, I feel like that comes. I seen a meme that was like, that was like, if I. God, what did it say? I wanted to screenshot it because I was like, man, that was good. It was like, if I lead you correctly, and then it was like, then I will naturally submit. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. That makes sense. It makes because a lot of sense. Submission won't be a fight. Like, the word used to make me cringe. Now I'm like, okay, I get what it means. Like, submission means something different to him. He he, he don't want me to be, like, standing on one foot and high. Yeah. He don't want that. Like that's that, that's not appealing to him. He he knew that's not who I was when he met me. So so I think submission, and I know this answer was this question was for the husbands. I did recognize that. But submission is really literally what your husband requires. Like literally what he needs. Like what is the thing that he needs? It may look different for every relationship. Right. But it's just what is it that he needs? And are you willing to do it? Mm -hmm. I think the most important part of all of that is whatever your person needs. Like mm -hmm. it's yeah. always easy for other couples to give their advice, but what works in y'all's marriage don't work in ours. What works in ours won't work for um, in and um, Miko. So I think it's just important that whenever you get in your relationship to feel those things out. And if you guys are equally yoked, you want the things you're going in the same places, you have the same desires, then your values should line up. And yeah. I feel like that's the biggest thing. Sometimes, as we said in the previous conversation, you as a woman, you feel like you're pushed. You have to be married. So you feel lonely. So you start making these emotional decisions. You end up with somebody that you don't have the same beliefs as. But because you feel like you have to be married, you jump into it. And I think that's where that clash of submission takes place. But when you guys are, you know, like yin and yang and your partners and you guys have the same beliefs, then that submission should just be easy because you should have an agreement on what that looks like for you as a couple. Yeah. Agreed. And that's what comes with maturity too. Absolutely. 
Mm-hmm. Like, young mature me would be like, you want me to do what? I'm gonna respect right. you. respect me. You know, right. like I'm gonna give you the respect you give you know me. I mean? Like young me would have popped off over it. Like, nah, mm-hmm. I respect you if you respect me. Older yeah. me, like, oh, that's not hard. Yeah, it's amazing cool. taking out of context all the time. People take. I everything. think it's it's all about treating a person how you want to be treated. I don't want you talking crazy to me, so I'm not gonna talk crazy to you. Or vice versa, you talk crazy to me, then you might get co- talk crazy too. Like, give what you want right. to give what you want to get. Period. Yeah. The question on the bottom says, "Do you believe it? It requires submission on both ends." The answer, I think, we all agree is yes. Yeah, yeah. but it's I mean, more. It's more than just submission, though. That's what you have to understand, man. Right, way more. Submission means for your group. Oh yeah, absolutely. So if yeah, submission means respect for us, yeah. then it's on both ends. Yeah. I had seen something on a guy's post one time on Facebook that said um, something about a woman being. He can't wait to be married so the woman can submit her. I don't want something like that. And I'm like, dude, if yeah. you're getting married just for somebody to <laughs> submit to you, then you are definitely getting married for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. Right. Like some men thrive off of being in control of someone. Yeah. yeah that's and that's a very bad trait to have. So don't go into something thinking that a person gonna submit to you because even if you are submissive, it's gonna be some things that somebody just ain't willing to do. You know. Last last question I got. Um the saying what goes on in this house stays in this house. Does that mean you can't talk to your friends about it or your close mm-hmm. loved ones? Are you somebody said that to somebody? No, that's a question. I, oh. That's just a question. Because okay. um, people ask that. I mean, people say that all the time. So does that mean you don't some, go? There's to- some truth in that, but I, I believe there's some truth in that. Depending on what it is, right? So, yeah. it, it, and it depends on who your person is. You got to have a person. dealing with. Yes. But you have to have a person. Like you got to have a person for certain stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you as a woman, you need somebody outside of your husband to kind of help you work this thing out. And that's why having friendships within people that's married is important. So, right. because, because that's, I mean, that's definitely, it's hard to go through life alone and then to go through life with someone, you're dealing with something with that person, you can't talk to them about it at first. You have to first figure it out on your own. And sometimes when you figure it out on your own, you, you sitting there creating crazy stuff that wasn't even there. So you need somebody to bounce off of. You have to have one person in your corner that you trust. But mm-hmm. I also don't believe in you going to your family and constantly griping about this person because if you're giving, and that's with any relationship, like if I'm only giving you all the negative stuff that he does, I'm constantly talking about he do yeah. this, he do this, he do that. They don't see all the positive that he does. So they're getting right. one sided from me. I'm constantly complaining about Marcus. Like right. my best friend, I'm constantly complaining. Girl, he's trash. Girl, he blah, blah, blah. Girl, he, what do you think she's going to think that he is? She's going to automatically think that he's horrible. But she don't see all the times that he go above and beyond for me and show right. me more than anything in the world. She's not seeing that. She's seeing the negative. And so if I'm constantly saying negative things about my husband, even if it's it's in a situation where I'm upset and I'm trying to deal with the problem, if I'm only going with problems to people, they're only going to see him as being problematic. They're yep. going to be like, are you with him? Leave him. So then that, that idea will get in your head like, I should leave him. I should go. Because all your friends yeah. are telling you to leave, to go. But they don't realize that, you know, they don't realize that it's, it's that this is small. I'm, I'm magnifying it because I'm upset. But this is tiny compared to how much love that he gives me. Right. So you got to have that person who will tell you like, girl, 
if you don't get it together, this man do everything for you. He blah right. blah blah. Absolutely. So you gotta have somebody that's gonna be there. And if you're gonna if you're gonna put put the tea out of your house, put the positive out too. Yeah. You know, you're gonna if I'm gonna call Miko and be like, if I, Marcus, I'm getting ready to because I was texting her about the uh about the wall being knocked out. And I was like, this motherfucker done got a saw. He going around. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Damn, I'm getting ready to fight him. But Miko, no, Miko, like, yeah, he tripping. But you know, it'll be, it'll look good. It'll be fine. Yeah, I think he, it's coming along. Like, yeah. like she has a way of of bringing it back to being like, yeah, that was terrible. But yeah, it's, it's coming. It's looking good. Be cool. You yeah. got to have somebody that gives you that. Otherwise, somebody's going to get in your ear and convince you to go against your spouse. Sure will. So if you're going if you're going to take the tea out the house, make sure you take out you you bring out the juice. But I do believe that sometimes you do have to have that someone because, you know, all the time. If, you, you, if you, you keep it bottled up, you keep it bottled up, you're going to explode. You're going to explode. I, I believe you need somebody. I don't believe that everything should stay in the house. I believe everything should stay in the house that is damaging to right. your spouse. Yeah. Yeah. If your spouse, you know, is, is going through something personal and it's damaging right. to them yeah. and, and going to talk to nobody, talk to somebody else is not going to help him in any kind of way. It, it's super damaging. And it's like, why are you even talking about this? Like you gossip, right. gossiping about your own spouse. Like right. that's but if you're going through something with your spouse and you need somebody's opinion so that they can help you talk through it so that you can present it better with your spouse, right. that's different. Like, yep. that's required. I may need somebody to talk me off the yeah. ledge. You know what I mean? I sure do, because I know I'm crazy. I'd be like, am I thinking or not? <laughs> and that's uh, how I got a idea. The, <laughs> the key is to have somebody um, that you can trust. Yep. And somebody yep. that you know will care about him like you care about him. They're not going to love him to that capacity, but they're going to be like, he's cool. He's a good dude. You can't go vent to your girlfriend who already can't stand him. Right. Or your girlfriend that's not happy in her own situation. Yeah. Like, a bitter motherfucker going to always give you a bitter response. So you have to be mindful and careful who you vent to. Yeah. Regardless of what the position is with that person. If a person is not happy within themselves or their relationship, or even if they're single, don't go to them with that information because they're going to always see the negative in that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You got to make sure that you're going to the right people and at the right time and be willing and open to receive, even if you don't like it, you know, but you, it goes back to making sure you're going to the, well, it says they're going to the right people for that type of advice. You know, you can't, I'm not going to say that single people can't give married people advice, but in this hindsight, they really can't because if you ain't been in situations or even close to a situation like, like we may be going through, how can you advise me on it? Mm. So it goes back to being cautious of um, who you're venting to and, uh, you know, who you're telling things to. Um, we got another question. What? Hold on. Okay. Go ahead. Now. The uh, question, What? Uh, y'all can see it. Yeah. What's the advice you receive that's been most helpful to your marriage? I would say for me, I probably got it from myself too. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> Are you that cold? <laughs> no, it's not. It's like I be thinking a lot, and I'm like, okay. So uh, I would say for me, it's real simple: is shut up, listen, analyze, understand, then speak. Okay. okay. Oh, that was good, Damo. So yeah. from yourself. <laughs> Yeah, I think from himself. I made it up from himself. Hey, good job, Dom. <laughs> yeah, it's just like sometimes you, we we uh 
sometimes we don't sit down and just try to understand what the person is saying to us. Not that you even have to agree, just, you know, understand where they're coming from, what position they're in and all that. So that's, that's something I had to learn to do. And I think I do that pretty well. Yeah. I would say for me, it would be the, uh, the love language game where uh, the, the man write down his love language, top to bottom, I think there's five of them, with number one being the one that's most important to you. And then you have the lady do hers. And then y'all get to see what what's important to each other and see how it, how it most of the time it's off. <laughs> it's yeah. totally different. Or it changes. Or it changes. It changes to Rochester. So you have to keep like keep trying to discuss mm-hmm. it. It changes sometimes. I don't think we've ever discussed it. No, we haven't. I mean, we discussed it on the last episode that we did. I don't know, think we've TJ actually lost. done it. Yeah, like, do it. Nah, but we never. Yeah, do it. It's five of them. Yeah, they yeah we want to do it. And yeah. you just put them in order to see which one is more important to the other person. That's good. And then you, That's you, good stuff, Marcus. See, this is the importance of uh, couple stuff. Yeah. Couple yeah. talks and stuff. And it helps you understand some differences then. So if you if y'all not seeing eye to eye, you're like, well, that's because this is more. That ain't my love language. That's not right, right. my language. That's my if I told you that that was my love language. <laughs> 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 stuff, Marcus. <laughs> I think for me, and again, it's been so much advice, but um, actually my father-in-law gave me this advice. We were driving. Um, Which one? We were driving one time. Um, your dad, dad. uh huh, and um, and he was just saying, you know, he was explaining to me just how you know, a lot of times we can just get away from spending time with our spouse, and as much as we tell them that they come first, it's clear in your actions that so many other things are coming before your your spouse. And so he was just saying, when you sit down, um, and we try to be organized, when you sit down and go over your monthly calendar, he said, make sure that you pin in time with your wife, you know, make sure that she has her time in there. Because before you know it, that month has passed and y'all haven't had a date. Y'all haven't sat down and talked about anything, haven't spent much time. Some real advice. Um, and if, you know, and we've seen the we've seen the effects of, okay. you know, of the other side of it, of not really having that. You look up. I mean, six months has gone by and it's like we ain't been on a date. We haven't done this. We haven't even talked. Um, yeah, we've just been grinding. And so a lot of times all you're doing is kissing each other in the morning goodbye and kissing each other good night. So. Um, I thought that was really good advice. Just saying, hey, man, every single month, pencil in your wife. You know, it's okay to plan things with her. You know, yeah. at that time, she should be the first. That should be the first thing that go on your calendar, and then everything else gets filled in. So, um, I really love that, and I, ha- I, I will admit, I have not been consistent with that. When he said it, I went to it right away. Ever since then, I haven't done it, but it's still great advice, and I, and I, and I, and I pray and hope that I can get back to doing that. So, yeah, that was good, Brandon. I like that. I think for me, my um, stepdad told us one morning while we were having breakfast, he was talking about the importance of family. And he was saying that when you're trying to build a foundation, there will always be a lot of varying opinions, which is why it's very important to choose who you share, what goes on outside of your marriage, um, like very particularly. And he was saying, as much as you're closest to your mom, as much as you love your mom, if you have an issue with Brandon, you need to go talk to his mom. Like you need to vent about something that Brandon is doing. Don't call your mother because your mother <laughs> has a tendency to have a favoritism towards you. And if you've worked it out over time, 
she still feels that way. So I actually utilize that. I'd be calling my mother-in-law with quickness, like you're I'm telling your mama on you. <laughs> but honestly, I, I feel like it's helped because she just listens. She doesn't get mad. And I think it all depends on your relationship with your in-laws as well. But she doesn't get mad at me and she'll share things with me that I didn't know about. Like when Brandon was young, he used to this. And I remember when he used to do this. So like sometimes she'll give me advice. But not only has that strengthened our marriage because I'm not um, creating un problems with outside people, but it's also strengthened my relationship with my mother-in-law. So yeah. at the very beginning of our marriage, I'd want to call my best friend because she was newly married. I wanted to call my mom. I wanted to call my brother. I quickly realized that was a terrible idea. <laughs> it was terrible because you guys argue for five minutes and then you're over it by the end of the day, but they still holding on to it. Yeah. Months and months and months and months later. And you create this issue within your family. That's really unnecessary. So Normally, if there's like an issue that I I have a problem with Brandon with, the first person I go to is God. If I still feel like I want clarity on it or I want to talk to him, I talk to Brandon's mom. And I try not to share anything going on with us, with friends, family members, anybody, because I don't want to kill that family dynamic that mm -hmm. overall, when we're not arguing, we're trying to build it. So we're trying to build it to where we can have all the family together. We can have things together. Um, so I just try my best not to pour it out to those communities where I'm damaging what we were building. It's funny you said mother-in-law because my mother-in-law is amazing. Here's what's funny about my mother-in-law. If me and him are around her or I go to her house or we're at her house and she sees like he has an attitude with me or he... He did something. She was email. No, no, she don't. She don't get in it. She says nothing. To, she says nothing while we're there. She totally respects our space, and she won't. She won't say nothing. She will send him a long message like, "I noticed how you were doing your work, <laughs> and I didn't appreciate it. And I don't think she felt you should never make your wife feel unhappy. You yeah. should." life making your wife feel great and i'm like you know what mom-in-law you right right i don't have to, i don't even have to say nothing she check him for me all time yeah brain is like jasmine's mad she's like what do you do to her like <laughs> but in that sense it has it, i think it helped us build our relationships with our in-laws because unless you're being proactive and or you live really close to them or you're spending all your time with them, you're not really building. Now, granted, that's for relationships that are healthy and that actually work. But if you have a relationship that is healthy with your in-laws, I would definitely say utilize them. Your your elders are for the wisdom and the maturity of the community. They have been through everything. They've seen through every seen everything. They've done a lot. And so instead of making those mistakes on your own, your elders are great people to go to for that wisdom and knowledge, you know, to keep you from having to make that same bump in the road. Mm -hmm. Right. That was good. Yeah. We got, an, we got another question. If you go. Nick good. B says, when you want to say, man, <laughs> fuck this shit, what keeps you grounded in to stick with it? You, want, uh, you say that a lot, but go ahead, Demo. Okay. <laughs> For me, like, like I said earlier, uh, the challenge, man, like, and I don't like to just quit. And I feel like it's a lot of people who watch me and look up to like what I do as far as like being a, uh, in a committed relationship and a strong marriage. Like, so I wouldn't want to just give up on that. And I wouldn't want to let them down as, as much as I don't want to let down our 
uh, relationship or let down God either. But I look to that a lot too, like the people that's looking at me. Like, you know what I'm saying? As much as I want to stay, and I want to fight for my relationship too, but like we always tell uh, people anything worth having is worth fighting for and what's worth having more than love. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it's breaking generational curses. For me, it's breaking generational curses, you know, and just striving to keep a healthy marriage, not only for us, for God and for our children. Yeah. You know, I think that it would be devastating for not only me, but for our children to have to go through a, go through a divorce. Yeah. You know, Kimry went through a separation with her daddy and her mom already. It would break my heart for that baby to have to go through another separation. I've been in her life since she was four. So, and for Montana would be heartbreaking, heartbroken not to see her daddy every day. So that alone for our children keeps you every day. Nigga, please, you have to kill me before you get mad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I called Dominique before. I said, you know you can't never leave me, right? Because I'm not sharing Montana with you. We're really not going to even share. But, but <laughs> I'm for real, though. Y'all laughing. I'm dead ass. <laughs> but, no, no, but for real. Yeah. But that's, for me, that alone, even though I love my husband and I don't, you know, I want to make sure that we stay together for that another big part is for our children like it would be heartbreaking for me to know that our children have to go through that you know what i'm saying i don't and just to be break generational curses i didn't grow up with my father in the home and i want something different for our kids but i don't think we should just stay together for our children let's make that clear because i i I believe your happiness is very important so we're not just staying together for For children children. but that it, it plays the part on your mind when you like even though I have never got there, like, I want to leave this nigga, but for me, that would be like, I want to make sure that this works out, not only for for the vows that we took, but also for my children. You know what I'm saying? Don't laugh to her, Shana. For me, it's like, you know, what keeps you grounded to stick with it? It's like, like, this is this is my friend. Like, I go yeah. through life. Like, when you married to somebody, oh, you friend. go through life, you talk to them every day. Like, yeah. If you talk to them all the time, they have become a part of your life. It's like, can you imagine yourself without this? Like, right. what does that look like? So I always think about like, I'd rather my life be, I'd, I'd rather be with him than be without. Like, I, I don't want to know what that's like. So yeah. if I have something that's bothering me to the point where I'm like, I'm out of here, and I'm like, what's that? And I've had the conversation in myself, like, okay, chill out. It's not even that yeah. deep. You know, you, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. so, so for me, like when when we're mad at each other, <laughs> when we're mad at each other, and I can't call him, like, and I'm going to work or I'm leaving work or something, and I can't call him because I'm, I don't, I'm mad. I don't tell her not to call. Like talking to him, like that feeling for me, like it makes me sick to my stomach. Yes, like, it I, do, don't I, it? I eat, yes. Like I'm stressed out. Oh, yeah, he yeah. Did. Like that. No, I tell you. I think about how would my life be without him, right? right. How right. would my life be without him? Like, I, I, I would have to have somebody else that I'd be vulnerable to. I don't even want that. Like, I don't, I don't want to start over. I don't want to start over. So, niggas, you stop with me. Like, him all the time. And then, you know, and then the kids, you know. <laughs> it's cheaper to keep up, Marcus. It's cheaper to keep up. 
And then, and then the kid thing too, because not to say like you would st you would stay for the kids, but having a kid and mm -hmm. seeing how like like my son is super like, yeah. oh, I love my parents, my parents, yeah. everything, my parents, my parents, my parents. Yeah. And I'm like, where did he get this from? Like he's so attached yeah. to like us as a unit. Like he's so yeah. attached to our whole like marriage. He's like, I want to yeah. be married too. I want a wife. And That's I'm, all he's known. Yeah. Like, like to him, it's such a thing. So yeah. I couldn't imagine devastating him to that effect. Right. That's, that's something what it is. that personally yeah. for me that I had to be like, okay, whatever this thing was like damaging to me and my soul to it was either yeah. my life or or this marriage, then yeah, kid, I'm sorry. You're gonna have to understand I'm choosing life. But right. you know, as, as far as like the whole kid thing, oh, it's so true. They they put so much pressure on you. Like yeah. you argue, he'd be like, guys. Stop arguing. <laughs> 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 Mom, can get the shake in this shit? I, 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 <laughs> see like, too. I don't want you to break up. You should stop arguing. <laughs> get that right real quick. <laughs> <laughs> what? I just didn't want to cook fish. I wanted to cook chicken. That's all. Yeah, that's it, bro. But no, I think me having to feel like I can't talk to him and I can't be around him, like I, like I, I can't have that. Right. Even when we're upset at each other, and it's not even something devastating. I'm just being petty by not calling. Yeah. Like I'm being petty. I'm gonna let him feel this. I'm not gonna call yep. him. He get on my nerves. I'm not gonna say nothing to him. Uh, it end up beating me because I'm like, yeah. I don't want to call him so bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I ain't calling this bastard. Sometimes you get to pick up the phone. You like, oh, right, right. yeah. <laughs> I'm not talking to him right now. <laughs> I got to prove. In reality, I can't see myself being with nobody, no other body. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So uh, okay, I don't. I was. I was uh, blabbering. I don't know if I answered Nick. Nick's question. But to answer the question, the thing that that make me want to stick with it is to imagine that I can't be around this person that I like being around, like daily. Yeah. Daily. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Marcus. Marcus. Oh, I mean, it just keeps me grinding. I mean, I'm in it. I meant it to be in it. Because it's cheaper to keep her, Marcus. I mean, to me, it's one of those things where I told it's not an option. I mean, I'm, I'm in it. I, I got I got the end goal in mind. I, I know I know what my purpose is. This is my I'm purpose. I'm retired at 45. So it's like, I mean, I mean, you, you got to also understand. I'm galloping around the world. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you got to understand there's going to be ups and downs. And whenever you have them, them times, you just can't take it, can't take it too personal. I mean, I would say one big thing that, I, that I've learned over the years is that she will never intentionally try to make me upset. Right. And so instead of taking it personally, it could be something that she just didn't know it is or that's just her personality. But stop taking things so personal and you probably won't get there. I like that. That's good stuff. Baby, you want to take this first? Huh? No, you huh? go first. Well, I was going to say, he said, when you when you want to say it, the truth is, you end up saying it a number of times. I can't tell you how many times we was like, man, screw this. You know, in the beginning, man, we was just, we were so over it so many times. But um, I'm a former football player. And, you know, at times we would get our butt kicked during the game. You know, we always had a halftime. 
you know, we always had a hard time and something just kind of go in and kind of regroup and refocus. So um, some of the things that just keeps us grounded and keep us focused is we, we take a halftime, you know, um, I get upset at my wife <laughs> about this a lot, but if we're in a heated discussion or something um, and she, and she see that this argument or debate isn't going well and it's going to end bad, she'll get up and walk away. Yeah. I don't like to argue. And I don't understand. Give it five seconds. I'm like, yeah. I hate okay, it. I'm done. <laughs> I hate it, 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 it allows for emotions to come down. And at that point, we need our we need our halftime. And yeah. again, we we now know and understand that with our halftime, we, we gotta go to the Lord. We gotta go to the very thing that we said we built our marriage on. So yeah, that's it. You know, it's it's the conviction, it's the Holy Spirit within you that's telling you, you know what, this is you know, it's not going in like this, you know. So do what you gotta do. You know, suck up your pride, go in there, apologize, talk to your wife. Um, the next opportunity you get because you truly know you don't know when you're coming home. When I leave this house, I don't know that I'm gonna come home. You know what I mean? She don't know that I'm gonna come home. So um it's not so it it, it it's not so important, you know, to be upset or to be done with this marriage that we can't um actually communicate and just apologize and move forward from whatever it is that happened. So, you know, we realize so I'm thinking back in my 20s i made a lot of drunk decisions right (laughs) (laughs) i made a lot of not so sober decisions but some of the sober decisions i made most of them were surrounded around my relationship with brandon i always had an affinity towards brandon since i first met him back at high school and i just thought wow i can see so much potential and greatness in you and the entire time that i saw this greatness in him he didn't see that in himself so now we're being blessed where we're coming around to the point where that greatness is becoming fruition. And now I'm not the only person speaking into the greatness of his life, but he's speaking that into me. Like being in it makes me want to be a better person. And I know that his intentions are <laughs> to call me out whenever I'm doing things wrong or saying things wrong or reverting yeah. back to old habits because he wants me to do better. And he knows my desire to be better. And I feel like that intimate conversation that you have with your husband and wife on a consistent basis, whether it's, you know, bed pillow talk or whatever the case is, you share what you want to be, where you see the future going, who you be as a person. And if you married the right person, then that person is trying to pull that out of you at all times. And so for me, I always have to like get myself back together and be like, Jasmine, you told Brandon you wanted to stop holding grudges. You told Brandon you wanted to stop cussing. You told Brandon you wanted to stop, you know, being angry or whatever the case is. You told Brandon you wanted to get back into the career field you want. So when Brandon starts to press me on those angles, I might feel uncomfortable, but I have to remind myself that like this person is trying to bring the best out of me. He wants the best for me. And I don't know any other person outside of my immediate family members. I can't marry them, (laughs) but I don't know any other person that really, really is invested in bringing the absolute best out of me. So a lot of times I just have to like pull in my pride. I can be prideful at times and be like, all right, sis, apologize. (laughs) Like you were wrong or it's not that big of a deal. Like, is this really that necessary to drag out or argue about? The answer is no, because at the end, the goal is for you to be better, for him to be better, so that your foundation can be better, so that your children can be better, so that your lineage is better. That's the goal there. So when I think about Brandon, I think like, I first of all, 
I bet not never see Brandon with another woman. Okay. That's number one. <laughs> number two, I think I couldn't, I couldn't see us with other people because we work so well together. We're so passionate about making each other better that I'm like, no, no, I couldn't, you know, like even if I was frustrated in the moment, that maturity or that Holy spirit will come back and say, Hey, <laughs> This person is trying to bring the best out of you. And this is what God has for you. So that keeps me from being like, let me walk out of that door. The I'm about to leave and bounce is the immature old Jasmine that would just throw things away because they made her uncomfortable. But now growing in maturity now, I'm like, listen, this is a very great thing. This is a great thing. You've been blessed with a person that loves you, that doesn't cheat on you, that supports your dreams and everything. And and. In general, is overall a really, really great guy. So I think you can stop holding grudges. I think you can stop yelling. You know, like I think you can communicate better in order to make this relationship more beneficial. So right. old me is a chuck the deuces, Jasmine, for real, for yeah. real. But the new me and maturity is like, you really gonna sacrifice, Marcus? I, I'm telling you, we're related. I keep. His name is Walker. We might be twin. I'm saying we got separated at birth. It is Walker. Um, but the new me is like, girl, are you really going to sacrifice all of these great things in a man when other people can't find one of those great things in a man just because you can't let go of your pride for two seconds? Mm. And the answer is no. I'm going to get it together so that I can keep this blessing that I've had. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my brother-in-law, Marvelous, said a marriage with no boundaries is like a highway with no lanes. If mm. you are not careful, you will be you will be where you shouldn't be. Mm. That's, that's really good. That's you know, good. that's really good. Uh, I like that marvelous. Okay, Nick B said, if you never heard the word of God for the rest of your life, would you be able to still hold down your marriage? Yeah. So you said, if you never heard the word of God, well. For the rest of your life? For though? the rest of your life. Or do you, is he asking for the rest of your life or ever heard it? Like you've never heard it. It sounds like you, you, you know, if you know, if you know the Lord, he's just saying, if you never heard the word of God, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking he's saying from this point on, if you never hear the word of God again, okay. I don't know if he's saying, if you never heard it before, it sounds like from this point on, come on, Nick, specify I feel like that, you know, right from wrong though, you know, yeah. you, you know, you know, right from wrong. And if you want to keep your marriage and you want to keep your foundation, you know what you have to do to keep that. You still got the Holy Spirit and the teachers yep. in the head. Too. Right. You, you, it, that's, that's embedded in you. You know what I'm saying? It's, you don't, you don't never have to go into the, the church house to, to do the right things. You know, conviction. as a grown adult. You have to have conviction and accountability yeah. and those yep. things. I think. If if he's saying he said if you've never heard the word of God for the rest of your life, like if you got out of the word, maybe you're no longer. Yeah. Uh, maybe you're. Because some people look to that word for for. Uh, so I get the question now. Come on, clarify for us. Definitely, I mean, it's definitely important to stay in the word because the flesh will tell you run. Yeah, you know, that's right. Who is this? You, you, you can find you another guy. Blah 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 blah. You can do yeah. this. Do that. So I think if you don't have the word to go back to or whatever it is you're believing, hope, whoever gives you hope, if it's not the word of God, whatever it is that gives you hope, if you don't have that to go back to, then, you know, you, you, you'll start leaning on flesh. You'll start right. being like, you know, because you, the devil get in your mind and tell you and tell you yes. things that are not good. And, and, and a divorce is not good for you because not only because. 
you know, you're going to separate your family. It's just a mental toll. It's going to mess with yes. your family. Like, you're going to go through mental things. So the devil wants you to be, and I hate to right. get preachy, you know, right. the devil wants you to, you know, be outside of your marriage. So if you right. have that word to grasp, to bring yourself back to, then you're going to start depending on on, on yourself. Flesh, like you said. And yeah, I agree. The other then you have a whole spiritual battle, which we got to deal with that regularly, but then I have to deal with that in your marriage. No. You got to keep God in the forefront. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the God is the lead of everything for me, you know. So if you take that out, I think that it would be a struggle. I'm not going to say that it ain't going to work out for you, but it will be a struggle because, like you said, Lissette, the devil is waiting to attack. And if you don't have God in the forefront of everything in your life, then it's going to get real hard for you. He'll bring you an answer some way, though. Once you once you've had God in your life or whatever, He's gonna you're gonna have the answer come to you in some form. So right, but what's no... it? You gotta the keep word. God first, though. Right. Faith the without works is dead. Right. You can't the just word. say, "Oh, I know God," but hey, you know. <laughs> the thing is, the word says to hide it in your heart, and that's for right. God knows that there will be a time period where people try to take it away from you. You guys, there's happened in so many other countries it's happening right now and so yeah. many countries where they can't have the word anymore yeah. so the importance uh-huh. is how much you hide it in your heart when you're learning your word when, yeah. you're managing, when you're building your relationship with christ i agree with damo in the sense of it may not come from a book but the holy spirit is always present so i think that there's always a way for you to get the answers that you need even if it's not physically in a bible or physically in a church we all can't right. go to church right now right but if you've got your relationship with God, you're still having church in your home. You still got peace in your home. The Holy Spirit is still in your home. God is still abiding around you and in right. your relationships and your family. Um, you gotta but receive it. Gotta receive it. It's important to hide it in your heart, to know those words, to meditate on them day and night. So if there ever is a situation where you don't have it again, you at least have a foundation. Yeah. When you... um. And like Lissette said, you hate to get preached, but at the same time, when you think about salvation and the whole reason that Christ died for our sins, it was, you know, looking at the end of that, the back end of that, it was so that we could have an opportunity to have the Holy Spirit within us. And that keeps us connected to God. That's the communication that we have with our Heavenly Father. So even without the tangible Bible there, we still have that communication. So even when we're, when we're praying, he's praying on our behalf to our Heavenly Father for things that we can't see, things we can't open up our mouth and physically ask for. So he's always in communication with our Heavenly Father. So Absolutely. we're okay. Yeah, that's good. Marvelous says, no relationship is perfect. Turbulence are necessary in growth in your marriage. Conflicts, spats, and disagreements are needed for each person to make the necessary adjustments to please the other and grow together. So appreciate the troubles. They are designed to build a strong marriage. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Okay, we just close the word. That's facts. <laughs> Did you guys see the um? Another question. Who's more stubborn? Who's more stubborn? Who's more stubborn in general? In Dominique. general, I am. Damo, for general, sure. I am. I'm I'm born stubborn. Oh, dude, bro. Not in the relationship though. Who's more stubborn in our? Ma- oh, Jazz is for sure. She'll tell you yeah. that. Not in the relationship though. Not in, in the general. relationship in general. Hey, you, I'm going with Marcus. I'm going with Marcus too. Especially I'm you, women, yeah. women guys is very, very similar. I'm going with Marcus. He may be a big brother. It's skipping when we talk at the same time. Go ahead. Uh, what you Marcus say, now. Marcus? 
I'm just saying stubborn to me means you just won't do nothing. <laughs> nah, bro. You you stubborn, bro. You stubborn. Somebody please define stubbornness. Nah, she's waiting. Marcus is a I think that Marcus, he is a gotta have it my way type of guy. <laughs> you know, and he he's right though. For the majority of the time, Marcus is having work with shit. Because <laughs> I'm like that. I know we are liking a lot of ways. I, so, don't I know it? I'm living. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> so, I'm thinking here. No, no, you're not. We're always. We right. I mean, I just feel like it's Marcus, bro. It is 100% Marcus. Marcus yeah. has. He even has some beliefs that so grounded deep in him. There's no changing it. Yeah. <laughs> I end up just being like, you know what? I'm gonna just let you do what you do, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna just check out. Like I'm just right. not gonna. I used to get it. I used to take it personal when it's like I gotta come on, come on, come on. I'm like, you are a brick wall. Yeah. But then I started kind of realizing, like, what? He, he's not gonna. He's not gonna what you believe. You know, like he's not always gonna believe what you're gonna believe. He's he has his own beliefs, and he's gonna feel how he feels. And, and you just gotta, yeah. You just gotta move on, sis. Right, just the one. said it's hella Marcus. I can tell from his response. She don't even know you, cuz. She don't even know you, Marcus. When we said stuff, I'm getting picked on. Nah, bro. It's you. It's you, Marcus. There was another question at the top, though. Yeah. We had a question. She said, she said, marriage is about, oh, is that right? Marriage is about compromising, but do you feel like you can compromise too much in a marriage? Yeah. Do you feel that's like a that's a good question, question Tiffany? That's yeah. a good question. Do yes. I feel? Do you feel like you can compromise too much? Yeah. I don't think compromising too much. I think that in any situation, y'all gotta come to a happy medium, a common, you know, a happy medium. Okay, so you may not want it this way, or he may want it this way. Can we meet in the middle somewhere? So not to say that you're compromising too much because. But she's saying, can you compromise? Can you? And yeah. I think you can. Yeah. I think there is a yeah. yeah, yeah, Tiffany. Yeah, I agree. Go ahead, Luz. Go ahead. I, I believe you're you can't because if you're if you're the person constantly compromising, you're gonna feel one-sided and you're gonna start feeling resentful. Yeah, you're gonna start being like, Why am I the one that's always not getting my way? Why am I right. compromising? Why you don't ever do it? So then that brings resentment. So I, I yeah. would say there is a such thing as compromise. And then sometimes you gotta Sometimes you gotta stand on something, or you're five for everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't type too kindly getting stepped on. Yeah. Like we, I, I, I ain't with that. Like I'm sorry, it's hard. What? I'm not playing with whoever's right comments down here. And it's yeah. bigger than just like if you uh, if it's only a one-sided compromise. I mean, just one person is happy all the time. Yeah. If you, yeah, like I'm always pleasing you, but you never pleasing me. So it's not a happy per. It's not a happy marriage. It's just a happy person. A happy marriage. person. Yeah, that's facts, yeah. I remember. Yeah. You gotta stand for something, or you will fall for anything. Uh, uh, Dumbass. That's gotta be me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when we got married. The pastor told us that it was a 100-100. If I put all of my effort into building. Yep. Making Brandon happy, and if Brandon put all of his effort into building and making me happy, then neither one of us would lag. That didn't really, it didn't really happen <laughs> that way. I think we end up in a 50 50 of like 50%. I, I want my own happiness and 50% yeah. your happiness. Yeah. Um, but I think the importance is that 
as you go, you just grow little by little. If, even I if agree, Jasmine. Stubborn. If you, as you grow and as you understand, as long as you're working on it and taking steps together, I think that things will just fall into place. I mean, I'm a mm-hmm. firm believer of that. We, as we said before, we had a lot of adversity when we first got married and in the first uh, two years of our marriage. And I think that our desire to say we're going to be better we're going to mm-hmm. do better. whether if it's where we're going to be better than an uncle we're going to be better than an aunt's relationship or whatever the case was yeah. we're going to make better decisions it always seems to pan itself out yeah i think yeah, yeah. that's good. End up coming to right to the media yeah yeah i think it's no more questions in there so we're about ready to close out uh i want to say i appreciate y'all man for joint taking an hour and 52 minutes of y'all time. Down there two hours. But this was live. So for y'all to do that online, that's big. We appreciate y'all, man. And uh before we close out, if y'all got anything to promo, first off, let me say thank you to our engineer TJ for hanging in. Uh shout out the rest of the members of my podcast, Nick, Justin, Varel, and Lil Tink Tink. And uh Who the hell was Tink Tink? Christina. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh <laughs> Shout out to the Honey Trap Podcast. Appreciate the comments. Shout out to all the commenters, everybody who uh, viewed viewed this, and shout out to anybody who took something from it. We hope y'all took a lot from it, and we appreciate y'all. Y'all shout out y'all stuff, whatever y'all got to shout out. Um, I saw a question in there that said, who's the GOAT, LeBron or Mike? I'm going to finish. <laughs> I, that. I, was to I mean, we can ignore it if we want to, but I saw no, um LeBron is. And, and, and I'm not even going to debate it. LeBron Look is. At Nick. No. Look at Nick. Nick's comment. LeBron, I think Brandon right? and Jasmine would dust us. LeBron, yeah, Brandon and Jasmine right. the look, this couple were winning in the relay race. That's Brandon and Jasmine were in the car earlier when we talked about our old. Me and probably coming in. Yeah. Last. I ain't gonna lie. If yeah. I don't pull a hamstring, we got this. Right. In the <laughs> <laughs> we got this. I'm not even fucking on right. I actually lose. Yeah. Huh? Weren't you a track runner? Absolutely not. Not gonna happen. <laughs> that, you run it, you race some hair tracks. That's about it. Uh, yeah, it was definitely not me. Uh, well, in my case, Marcus is a former athlete. Let's go go to the sideline. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me just check yeah. out real quick. Let now me. Y'all got a race. Now we got a race. Now I ain't pulling no muscle for nobody. We got a race now. I ain't pulling no muscle for nobody. I'm out. Bye. Bye. Hey, Nick, I told you you would like Marcus. I told y'all. Told you. But Marcus is a Marcus is a champion right now, so that's all he cares about. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron, anything to shout out? Anything y'all want to shout out? Yeah, shout out the uh, goat with his last dance show tonight. Starting off, not many basketball players get this type of thing. So the um, documentary come on tonight. Comes on tonight. Only only goats get that. So you getting paid for this? <laughs> 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 No, but really, my wife, baby, tell them um, her Instagram, follow her Instagram, her YouTube, and um, TikTok, baby. Let it's them know. all the Jasmine Gant. So if you want to follow the me, Jasmine Gant, okay. Jasmine Gant, you can follow me on there on Instagram. 
I got a TikTok going viral. No big deal. Hey, <laughs> man, follow her, y'all. She dope. You and Damo should have a dance-off, Jasmine, because he thinks he's motherfucking Michael Jackson. I refuse to dance on my TikTok. That's something that I was... No, no. <laughs> Uh, follow my business page loose hairs on instagram um loose hairs on facebook as well l-u-s-e-j-i-r-s um youtube youtube yeah youtube channel loose hairs on YouTube, and we have two Instagram pages: Loose Hairs Products for my hair product line, and then Loose Hairs. Hey, okay. And whatever she says, and follow she her. got a TikTok. Dumbass. I don't want to lose it though. Ooh. Oh, there you are. I see him. I'm at not SI4TP on TikTok. What? What's that? Hey. Hey. Oh my God. What is that, Jasmine? Let me see. Let me see. Wow. Hey, okay. Who is this guy? Yeah, keep him coming. Keep him coming. Y'all crazy. Any, anybody else got some shout outs? Mm -mm. Somebody that was mad. Best dancer in KC. This nigga crazy. <laughs> All right, we about to close. I turn it off, TJ. This nigga bitch. All right, guys. Thank you. Guys. Later, bye. 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 Bye.